Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Good boys and girls, two for the podcast on Monday, the 18th of July, brought to you by EPLindex.com and our presenting sponsor, Liberty Shield. Liberty Shield is a VPN provider. A virtual privacy network will allow you to go online, change your location, access things you're geo-blocked from, while also keeping your data safe. So, for example, UK expats wanting BBC iPlayer, ITV Hub, all four, LibertyShield.com. Irish expats wanting access to the RTE player to perhaps watch next weekend's All-Ireland football final, Kerry versus Galway, LibertyShield.com. If you don't have it already, you may have missed out on the hurling final at the weekend, Limerick versus Kilkenny, which is an outstanding game, best sport in the world. But the Gaelic football final next weekend should be a cracker as well, so you'll need it for that if you're an Irish expat or you just live in the UK and want to watch it, but don't have Sky. The RTD player is free if you've got an Irish IP address. So libertyshield.com keeps your data safe. The number one rated VPN provider on Trustpilot. Go to libertyshield.com right now. Use the code EPL25. That's EPL25 to get 25% off at checkout. We're also brought to you by Home of Hopcroft, a giftware and homework company located in Scotland, but shipping worldwide. Check out homeofhopcroft.co.uk. And finally, do check out the EPL Index and Anfil Index shops, which you can find on Etsy. Use the codes EPL10 or RED10 to get 10% off at checkout. Right, folks, it is Monday. It is the start of a new week. Many of you will be beginning the slog of work again. So thought we'd lighten the mood today. Some terrible football takes, as always, courtesy of at bad football takes on Twitter. Now, I will say I've scanned these. At least one of them is not a bad take, and we'll get to that when it comes up. Now, uh... March 10th is the date we're starting on. So we've got about four months worth of bad takes here. LFC Laurie, who's a bit questionable. Considering the potential and talent he had, Neymar has to go down as one of the biggest disappointments of all time. At Klopp style replies, finished by 29, yet his stands will tell you with a straight face he's the third best player of his generation. 
And Laurie replies, he could have been generational, but he's nowhere near lived up to that. That's not a bad take. It just isn't a bad take at all. Now, you could say that when he was at Barcelona, he certainly lived up to the talent and the potential. But since going to PSG, he has not. And I know he's got a good scoring record for Brazil, but I don't care because it's international football. At club level, he went into semi-retirement at 24 when he joined PSG. And there's a reason PSG would like him gone now. But he's going to stick around because no one else will give him the type of money. He put brand over career too early and his stands can claim whatever they want. But when you compare him to the truly great players of the last 20 years, he just doesn't stack up because he's a, he's a part-time player in the sixth best league in Europe who has won nothing of consequence outside of the shadow of Lionel Messi. And even in that Barca team, I mean, Suarez was better. Messi was better, obviously. Busquets was better. Iniesta was better. He's the fifth best player in the team. What are we to be celebrating? He's not even the Robin to a Batman. I'm not sure he's even the Alfred of that team. But at best, you can make an argument that he was maybe better than Iniesta by that point. Certainly wasn't better than Busquets. Certainly wasn't better than Suarez. Busquets would be like the Lucian Fox uh, in this situation. Um, was it? I think it's Lucian Fox, isn't it? Morgan Freeman's character in the... Um... Oh, Lucius Fox. Lucius Fox, that would be... Uh, the Busquets in this situation, Suarez would be the Robin and obviously Messi is Batman. And Neymar is in competition with Iniesta to be Alfred. That's basically where he stands. Um, right, let's move on. But that's not a bad take. Not a bad take at all. Um, okay, they did the uh, a winner of February's worst take. United Nathan seven might get cooked for this, but Bruno and Pogba are a better duo than Xavi and Iniesta ever were in terms of ability. One would hope that United Nathan one, United Nathan two, United Nathan three, United Nathan four, United Nathan five, and United Nathan six are not as stupid as United Nathan seven because the United Nathan family have taken a bit of a battering on this one. Uh, 91 Dan Marino. Unpopular opinion. Bruno's 1920 season is the highest peak for a player in the history of football that isn't Messi or Ronaldo. 31 goals and 26 assists from midfield is unheard of. Now, there's no bigger fan of Bruno Fernandes than me, and he, he was absolutely outrageous from 17, 18, 18, 19, 19, 20, and 2021. 20, he was outrageous. But this is obviously tripe. There's, there's just many, many seasons by many, many players that were better because it's not just about goals and assists. 
it's also about impact on the game, winning things, elevating your teammates. And while Bruno did elevate his teammates and he carried them to top four finishes, um, he doesn't impact the game at United. Now, sporting he did because he played as an eight, but at United when he's played in that number 10 position and he's basically given free reign, he can just drift through a lot of games because teams can mark him out of games very easily and he gets fed up. Uh, you can also tell he's a bit fed up at United in general. I think the lack of quality around him has really started to have an effect. And it's quite clear that regardless of what he says publicly, he does not enjoy playing with Cristiano Ronaldo. Uh, but 91, Dan Marino, bad take. Um, Finley CFC. Yeah, but Leno is better than Ramsdale. And Martinez is much better. I think Arsenal fans just want him to prove everyone wrong, so they're pretending that he's better than he is. That's not a bad take. I would definitely say Martinez is a better goalkeeper than Ramsdale. And I would take Leno because he's a better shot stopper. And personally, I think Ramsdale is just a clown. Um, Steve Arnott. Cristiano Ronaldo, so he's quoting something which says Cristiano Ronaldo is set to leave Manchester United in the summer if they do not qualify for the Champions League. There have been talks between Ronaldo's representatives and Richard Arnold, and he says, I can't lie, it's so bait, we're going to win the CL. I, I genuinely don't know what he's talking about, but that's nonsense. Um, so this fella is notoriously daft and has the worst takes I've ever seen. Uh, Medio Central. Kaka was nothing more than a privileged Ross at Barkley. I don't even know where to begin with that. I genuinely don't. I genuinely don't know where to begin with that. Kaka was the best player in the world between Ronaldinho and Messi. And it's important to kind of track for the sake of posterity who the best player in the world was at each individual time. Dino took over from Zidane. Kaka took over from him. His reign was relatively short-lived, about two, two and a half years. And then it was Messi. And it was Messi up until probably... I don't know, 18 months ago. Now you can debate who it is now because I don't think there's a standout candidate. I think there's three who've kind of elevated themselves above the rest in Lewandowski, Benzema and Salah, but none of them stand out from the field the way others have in the past. I would say Lewandowski probably gets the nod for the last, well, for the last, Two years, the two years before that, maybe. So maybe it's longer for Messi. Maybe it's three years for Messi. Because to be fair, Benzema was the best player last season. But I'd say Lewandowski the two seasons before that, and then Messi for about a decade before that. It will be Mbappe. He just has a couple more steps to take. But this idea that 
cack has nothing more than a privileged Barkley is the type of stupid things you'll see from that specific account uh, frequently. Uh, Football Miguel, is it just me who don't see the hype on this current Liverpool team? Their midfield is so average compared to ours and City. Now, this gentleman is a Chelsea fan. Uh, Fabinho and Thiago are better than any midfielder at Chelsea. Now, Kante and Kovacic are both better than Henderson, but neither of them are better than Fabinho or Thiago. Uh, Fabinho is better than Rodri. It's marginal, but I believe he's better. And Thiago is better than Ilkay Gundogan, so, uh, who's a great player, but Thiago is a better player. So Liverpool's midfield isn't average. They've just got one really weak point in that midfield. Uh, Salah and Mane can't finish anymore. Both scored, I think, nearly double the amount of goals of any Chelsea player last season. Trent can't defend. This gentleman's club employs Reese James. Robertson just shouts. And Van Dijk defends just to look good on cameras. They declined so bad, in my opinion. This was tweeted during a time when Liverpool were going for a quadruple. Abs MCFC. Aguero retired knowing his legacy is in safe hands. We'll take it from here. And a picture of Jack Grealish. We'll just move on past that. Uh, this is by United underscore Jones, L-U-H-R underscore. The best Premier League 11 of all time, in my opinion. Given its opinion, it's his opinion, can't rubbish it too much, but we're going to do so anyway. Uh, Alisson in goal. I think there's a strong case. Aspilicueta right back. I mean, he's, he's there in the conversation because of longevity, but there hasn't really been a truly great right back in the Premier League era until now with Trent. Uh, prior to that, though, I would have said Ivanov- Ivanovic. Uh, Rio Ferdinand has no business in such a team. Virgil, I think there's a, a very strong case. Ashley Cole, definitely in, in the conversation. I would take Dennis Irwin, but, you know. Uh, Lampard, definitely not. For- Fernandinho, definitely not. He tried to sneak in Paul Pogba as if nobody would notice. Uh, he's got Hazard. Man went 12 months without a goal or an assist in the Premier League, but, you know, you have that. Uh, Cristiano, there's, there's no question, especially, his, you know, his first period of time, I think, earns him that spot. And Didier Drogba, I mean, just a pure big game player, but would drift through long parts of seasons. A great player, but never consistent with his motivation and never consistent with his performance level. So, yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's not the worst team I've seen, but the Pogba thing is laughable. Um, Naldo United, responding to a question of what's your unpopular football opinion, says Dean Henderson's 1920 season with Sheffield United is better than any single season of David De Gea's career. I can only assume that this boy is about eight and didn't see David De Gea single-handedly carry United for five years. <laughs> Gary Neville. I remember a time when United players, managers, executives wouldn't be seen in their local Italian after a draw at home, let, let alone after getting knocked out of Europe. This week, we've seen a global tour of Formula One concerts 
cricket and UFC events, this lot are tone deaf. I actually don't think that's a bad take. I actually agree with him. I think players, I just don't think they care as much as players used to. I think football enables a lifestyle. Whereas in Neville's era, especially at United when Keane was there, the, the level of professionalism, I will say you don't see Liverpool players do it. It's only at clubs. You don't see Liverpool players do it or City players or Chelsea players. Now, admittedly, those three teams don't lose a lot. Uh, United do lose quite a lot. Uh, but still, I think it's just that United have been so weakly run for the last few years. Um FCB Jimmy, this is one of them fellows who pretends to support Barcelona, I'm guessing. Uh, biggest Fugazi player of the 21st century. Nothing but side passes and corners. Carried by Modric to glory. Could not even dreaming of live, of reaching the level of Pedri in a picture, picture of Tony Cruz. It's just nonsense. Uh, 17 Void. Uh, this version of KDB is better than any version of Lionel Messi. It's a picture of him at Wolfsburg. He was great at Wolfsburg. There is no version of Kevin De Bruyne that's better than Lionel Messi. Um, Wales and Scotland should step aside and let Ukraine go to the World Cup, however hard it may be. This is a piece in the Telegraph. I think it was like an opinion piece. Nonsense, but we'll move on. Um LFC Aziz, best Premier League team of all time. Uh, he's got Allison. He's got Kyle Walker. Uh, he's got Joe Cole, Virgil, and Nemanja Vidic. Now, Vidic definitely is a stronger case than Rio Ferdinand, but it's still a no. Uh, again, he's tried to sneak in Pogba like nobody would notice. He's got Vieira. I think that's a fair shout. He's got Gerard, who I definitely think is in that conversation. He's got Cristiano. He's got Harry Kane, who by the time he retires, probably will be. And he's got Sadio Mane. And as much as Sadio is a great player, I mean, Thierry Henry belongs in that left-sided role. And that's two we've seen now that don't have Henry. So, you know. Um, United, B or XY, Breezy. England-France combined 11. He's got Pickford in goal, so we're already off to a bad start. Walker, Varane, Maguire and Shaw. My head just began to hurt. Teo Hernandez exists, boys and girls. Um, Luke Shaw does not get anywhere close to this team. Uh, it just got worse as I look at the midfield, including Paul Pogba. Calvin Phillips, who I like, but I mean, let's be serious here. And then Golo Kante, and then a front three of Saka, Benzema, and Sterling, and no Mbappe. So we'll just move br- brief or briskly past that one. Uh, clinical Kai, known to be an absolute clown. Unpopular opinion, oh, popular opinion, Chelsea are a bigger club than Real Madrid in the modern era of football. Um. There's just so much wrong with this that I can't even really begin to compute. If we just take a second and pause here and consider the modern era of football. So Chelsea fans, of course, that will be the Abramovich era. 
because you know they were a little bit insignificant before that. So that's going to be what they're talking about is the Abramovich era. So in the Abramovich era, Chelsea won five league titles. Okay. Now in that same era, uh, Real Madrid won one, two, three, four, five, six league titles. So that would be more. Um, now Chelsea did win more domestic cups, I believe. Let's have a quick look there. Uh, FA Cups, one, two, three, four, five, and three league cups. So again, we look at Real Madrid, uh, Copa del Rey's two, uh, Super Cups, one, two, three. Yeah, so Chelsea have them there by one. So congrats on that. Now let's look at uh, European trophies. So Chelsea in that era won two European Cups and two Europa Leagues. So that's four. Uh, while Real Madrid uh, have won five European Cups. And as much and all as I like the UEFA Cup, it's basically half um, a Champions League. So even in this era of Chelsea's greatest ever success, Real have been significantly more successful. Uh, Chelsea won one UEFA Super Cup. Real Madrid won three. And World Club Cups, Chelsea won one. And Real Madrid won four of them. So, yeah, I mean, the, the nonsense. If Chelsea's stadium was the size of Real Madrid's, it'd be half empty most weeks. Uh, United Nathan, L-U-H-G. Miles clear of Zidane in terms of technical ability in a picture of Bruno. And I, I like I said earlier, I love Bruno, but Jesus Lord wept. Uh, Mr. Paddy Murphy, who I'll give credit to. He went and got his head punched in at the weekend in some charity boxing thing. Um, in terms of managerial ability, Klopp is closer to Fergie than Guardiola is to Klopp. Hope this helps. That That's a fairly terrible take. Um no new thing who might be, might actually be the worst account on social media. Uh, when we're 3 0 up by the 60th minute tomorrow, okay, he tweeted that on the 3rd of April. And if we go back and 3rd of April, Arsenal lost for a 3 0 to Crystal Palace the next day. Yeah, yep, well done. Well done, son. Um, Gary Lineker, is it just me or is Benzema a tad overrated? A goal every other game in a team as strong as Real Madrid is not a special, decent, not great. See, the date's been cut off, so I don't know when he actually tweeted that. That could have been an old tweet back from when he was scoring a goal every other game. But that was because he was being held back by the fellow playing to his left. Uh, MCFC Jakes Media's Mr. Champions League and a picture of Cristiano, actual Mr. Champions League and a picture of De Bruyne. Um, no, Cristiano's incredible in the Champions League, let's be fair. Uh, the worst take of the month competition, uh, no new thing into the final because you know he's a clown. 
uh, and the Telegraph's one about Wales and Scotland giving up this potential spot in the World Cup. And this is the one I mentioned earlier that isn't a bad take at all. In fact, it's a very good take. So Jack Wilshire tweeted, tell me a better defensive midfielder than Declan Rice right now. Can't think of anyone who can do what Deck can. And Sam Maguire quote tweeted it with, he's not even the best defensive midfielder at West Ham. So at CSLFC replies, Suchek is one big donkey in the ball though. And Sam replies again, puts out the fires though, allows Rice to do what he's doing. And that is exactly what Thomas Suchek does. Declan Rice isn't a defensive midfielder for for West Ham. He's a box-to-box midfielder. Suchek is the defensive midfielder at West Ham. And he's a better defensive midfielder than Declan Rice. That's not a bad take at all. That's just a factual statement. Uh, Rio Ferdinand getting lit up for saying that Liverpool were behind Manchester United at the start of the season. Um, They'll have their excuses and reasons why, but the cold facts are that we gain that much ground on them that we've gone past them this season. Rio Ferdinand, um, he's as good a pundit as he was a centre-back. No new thing again uh, with some nonsense. Don't be too surprised if Arsenal do get the Champions League semi-finals next season at the first time of asking. There are only about five European teams on the same or superior uh, tactical level. Klopp, Pep and Tuchel always get into finals because of this. Arteta is in the same class as them. Like I said, probably the worst account on Twitter. Probably. Uh, Congratulations to the Telegraph Sport and their call for Scotland and Wales to step aside. Uh, Clinical Kai, again back for more nonsense. The Kai Havertz and Bappe rivalry is going to be more fierce than that of Ronaldo and Messi. Um, that's a that's some effort now, to be fair. Um, RIP Nipsey Hustle. What if Maguire was converted into a defensive midfielder like Carrick was? Because clearly Maguire can't defend if his life depends on it. Well, Carrick wasn't converted into a defensive midfielder. He came through as a defensive midfielder and moved back to play centre-back when United had problems later on. Um, if he's in front of two CBs, I'll bet reckon he'll be a better player. He's good moving the ball forward and has high offensive range. He can't run, though. And he's not good enough positionally to not be able to run. Carrick couldn't run, but he was brilliant positionally. So that's a no. Um, SM underscore 30i. Mason Mount is better than Tony Cruz ever was. I don't even know. Uh, I don't even know. At Belgian, they compared Thiago to the Paul Pogba. It was very disrespectful for those comparisons to happen. It was really disrespectful. And they've always bothered me, to be honest, because, you know, Paul Pogba has never been anywhere close to Thiago's level. Uh, Paul Pogba has been largely garbage for six years now. And in truth, in his entire career, he's had three good seasons. His last two at Juve, and even that last season wasn't great. The season before was exceptional. His first two seasons at Juve, though, they weren't special. He was a rotation player. The third season at Juve, he was great. The fourth one, good, very good, but not great. 
first season of United was good. Second was poor. Third was very, very good. Uh, fourth was poor. Fifth was awful. And last season was a farce. So, you know, you're looking at 10 seasons and he's really only had two outright. In fact, he's had one outright great season. He's had two very good seasons. And two good seasons and that's it. And five, you know, one where he was a young player making his way and four where he was absolutely trash. So he could never be on Thiago's level, ever. Uh, I know he won a World Cup. I don't care. I really don't care. Mark Goldbridge picked a combined Liverpool United 11. Oh, this should be fun. Uh, De Gea? Over Allison, no. Uh, Trent, okay. Rafa Varan. I mean, look, I, I can take the argument for it. Uh, Virgil, obviously, he, he went with Luke Shaw over Andy Robertson. It's just um, unimaginable stupidity. Uh, Pogba, definitely not. Over Thiago. Uh, Fabinho, yeah, and Bruno, absolutely, that's fine. Uh, Salah. Mane, and then he, he's just shoehorned Cristiano into the team. Uh, United Trey, terrible account. Maguire Sil- oh, is better, being better than Silva has always been common knowledge. And I'm not just saying that because he's a Chelsea player. Jesus, what? Um, Thiago Silva has always been overrated, even as very, very best, he was overrated. But even at his worst, he's better than Harry Maguire. Um, According to Mail on Online, Man United fans claim Pep Guardiola was no longer the best manager in Manchester. So all United fans can get in the bin on that one. Uh, LFC Baz. Fabregas wasn't that guy, by the way. There's a reason he didn't win a league at Arsenal. Nobody talks about those monumental chokes. There were no monumental chokes. There were no monumental chokes while he was at Arsenal. That's a silly tweet. Uh, Clinical Kai, again, just back for more tripe. Uh, in terms of footballing ability, Jorginho is better than Iniesta. These, these children shouldn't be allowed to have access to the internet. Um, Nabi Keita, not the Nabi Keita, someone with a similar handle. Uh, the difference is Neymar only does showboating, whereas Diaz has an end product to it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna back that one. I'm fine with that one. Adam McCola, who you know is well known for his uh, work on, I think it's called Stratford Paddock now. Um, he was the guy that used to interview that Andy Tate fella. I think that's kind of how they all blew up. Um, but he he predicted his. Uh, he predicted how the season would work out last season. Before the season started, this is what he predicted for the league table to look like. United top. The delusion must have been strong. City second. Chelsea third. Leicester fourth. Liverpool fifth. Everton sixth. Villa seventh. Leeds eighth. Arsenal ninth. Spurs 10th, West Ham 11th, Southampton 12th, Burnley 13th, 
Newcastle 14th, Palace, I'm sorry, Brighton 15th, Palace 16th, Brentford 17th, and then Wolves, Norwich, and Watford as the bottom three. Uh, fair to say that didn't work out from um Willetow. This is common knowledge, and he's trying to claim Rudiger is better than Van Dyke on a bad day. Um, on a bad day, Van Dyke is better than Rudiger. Uh, there's some other nonsense here. Right. United Optimist. Debating this in a group chat. Is Varane to United currently an upgrade or a downgrade? I assume they meant from his point of view. And at the Gerard era replies, based on current situation, it's an upgrade, to be fair. That was coming off a season where Real Madrid had finished second in La Liga, uh, but had won the title the year before. I don't really know how you could try and claim at any point it was an upgrade for him to go to United. Um, my man Sean at Sean D-O-L-F-C. Tielemans is better than Thiago. Sean has a few of them in, in his locker. Um, Benny Mix or Benny MX. In terms of dribbling, Sancho is clear of Ronaldinho. Uh, you just didn't see Ronaldinho play. Uh, at Yasmin Baba, Thiago should be talked about in the same Iniesta and Xavi tier. Surely, if people are seeing it now, as much as I love Xavi, as much as I love Thiago, he is just slightly off their level. Um, 12 NN Nimix, I don't know, some stupid name. Uh, time for Rodri Ballon d'Or shouts, I think. Yeah. This is an, a shock. I'm not even a name. This is a shocker. When title races are this close and the points total so high, it feels mad that a solitary point could decide it. The winner should have to be three clear. It goes to a series of tiebreak games, something like that. Um, this was written by a Liverpool fan. This is nonsense. It's absolute nonsense. But if you were to suggest that you do playoffs, this fella be the first one out to complain about it. Um, Jason Cundy tried to claim that Diaz, Luis Diaz is better than Neymar. I mean, look, Luis Diaz will be more productive than Neymar because he'll play in a real league, but he's not as talented as Neymar. Uh, PSG Int. PSG have had bigger legends than the entire Premier League has ever had. The guy's a clown. Um, Adam McCola voted April's winner of a terrible take. Uh, at Nathan Backup 7, again, you're hoping that Nathan Backup 1 through 6 have more sense. But he's gone with Raphael Varane retires as top three centre-back of all time. Nonsense. Absolute nonsense. Um, Pierce Morgan, who just doesn't know anything about football. I'd be very happy if Arsenal's front line next season was Gabby Martinelli, 
Eddie and Ketia and Cristiano Ronaldo. Perfect mix of youth pace and the goat. Class, talent and experience. And to those who don't think Ronaldo would come to us, why wouldn't he? He nearly joined us when he was 18. Well, you know, he's nearly 38 now. Uh, things have changed. You've fallen off a cliff as a club. And that front three is dreadful. That's the front three of a team that finishes like eighth. MCFC Zayed. Nostalgia merchants will disagree. De Bruyne over Zidane. If this nostalgia merchants thing needs to stop. Just because you've actually been alive and seen great players from the past doesn't make you a nostalgia merchant. It just means you know what you're talking about. And this kid is an idiot. Um, MCFC or Bass MCFC. Who are you taking on their day? He's put Foden with Zidane. Jesus, what? Lads, my head is really starting to hurt now. Uh, Alice version three. I can confirm that Alice versions one and two were awful. Reese James, the best right back I've ever seen in my life. It might be the only right back you've ever seen in your life if that's the case. Um, he's put up the known you thing nonsense about Arteta been in the same class as Klopp, Pep, and Tuchel again. Michael Crick. This is getting ridiculous. Far too many football finals these days are being decided on penalties. It really undermines the tournament that has gone before. To which somebody replied, what would you suggest, Michael? And Michael said, for a start, once the full 120 minutes are up, go on how many times they've each hit the woodwork. That would settle quite a few finals. If still equal, then hold a replay. If possible in 1970 World Cup year, it's possible now. That's absolutely shocking. Uh, some Arsenal fan, why am I feeling like Real Madrid is about to raid us and take Saka, Martinelli or Saliba? I actually don't think that's a bad take. I think someone will raid them and take those three players over the next couple of years. Um, Sport Bible Liverpool would have won the Premier League title if it was decided an aggregate score. Uh, again, it's not a bad take. It's just a factual statement. It's a silly statement, but it's a factual statement. Summit, Flamo Summit. People think Hazard won't win a Ballon d'Or at Real Madrid. Have you seen the team they're building him? I've seen the belly he's built and the arse he's built, but that's about it. Um, Arusio 3. Biggest myth is Gerard could ball strike like KDB. Huge golf and technique. There's a reason most of his clips were volleys. Precision is required off the ground, which Gerard lacked. This might be the worst thing I've ever seen. He's, he's gone for a picture of Gerard, who's very clearly looking at the ball, and he says, eyes not on the ball. Um, and Gerard stepping into a strike, so his feet are off the ground foot not planted and then he's gone for De Bruyne who's already struck the ball his foot is on a follow through 
so his other foot is planted because he's standing. Uh, this is absolute nonsense. This is one of these kids that say a lot of utter garbage that doesn't mean anything and then try and sound really intelligent around it. Um, Frank Khalid. Jurgen Klopp has won Manager of the Year, but in my opinion, it should have gone to Thomas Tuchel. Uh, this Frank Khalid, shall I just... If a player or a manager ever stops and takes a picture with him, he will stand them for life. That's basically how he lives. And plays 50-odd like. Uh, United cynical. Madrid have basically sorted their midfield for the next 10 years. To which someone called James 738-378-833. So name, random numbers, always the sign of a cloud. United and Madrid going head-to-head on best young midfields in the world. I think McTominay, Fred and Garner are slightly better than Chiuameni and Kempe. I assume he's he's having a laugh. Um, at LFC Empire, Ramos has zero iconic career moments. Uh, Ramos, the most overrated player in the history of the game, but he, he does have a couple of iconic moments. Um, some Real Madrid clown. Name one Xavi or Iniesta goal that was this iconic. I'll wait. It's a picture of Tony Cruz uh, scoring in the World Cup. Uh, Iniesta scored the winning goal in the World Cup final. Um, so, you know, there's that. John Muller says, only in an alternate, alternate reality should Real Madrid be Champions League winners. I don't care. Nonsense. Uh, Camilla Cabello. Playing back her performance, she obviously performed at the Champions League. And I can't believe how many people were singing their team's anthem so loud during our performance. Like, my team and I worked tirelessly for so long to bring the right vibes and give a good show. Yeah, you were crap and no one cared. Um, FSG out. United have had, would love to have the season we've had. 92 points and two trophies is better than anything Fergie ever did. Well, it's not, but it's better than anything they've done since he left, which is what you should have said. Uh, unpopular opinion. This is the same fella from the, the Sancho one earlier. Uh, Isco better than Ronaldinho in terms of dribbling, confirming that he just never saw uh, Ronaldinho play. Um, Alice version three again. Just more nonsense. Pogba will be a legend, will forever be a legend of this club. No, he won't. Um, at CFC AXEL1 CFC Axel1 on form Reese James is the best player in the league behind Kevin De Bruyne and top five in the world Kimmich is sim- simply a, le- a tier below James that's a shocker that's an absolute shocker uh, United F or two greatest midfielder to ever play for Manchester United and pictures of Paul Pogba from both uh, failed spells at the club. Manny Yumit, this Vinicius guy, he won't last and he actually won CL simply because he's among stars. He scored the winning goal in that final as well. Uh, Richarlison is far, is way far much better than him. Right. Uh, Frank Khalid, Kai Havertz, and a love heart, and a picture of Haki Mazayic. 
talk sport who is the most overrated player of all time and jonathan again partial name lots of numbers david beckham if you could have a sub take set piece set plays you wouldn't really play him cracking passer and set piece taker but couldn't run defend press or tackle would never survive in the game today david beckham could run all day he was actually decent enough defensively he would have been a great presser he couldn't tackle that's fair but he could have done the rest. Beckham would be a right back in today's game. Um, City, Kako. Why I think current black football players, the top level. Oh, I saw this. This is a, just a completely racist tweet uh, thread that he did. Yeah, absolutely outrageous stuff. And he left it up and tried to defend himself. Um, Stav FPS, the four biggest clubs in football history. Barcelona, Real Madrid, AC Milan. Arsenal. <laughs> uh, Precious. Halland, ha- not Halland. Halland, H-A-L-L-A-N-D, is more of a tapping striker while Nunes has it all. <sighs> Ibrahim M. LFC. If you actually sit down and think about it, Luis Diaz better than Ronaldinho. No, he's not. Uh, goal. A picture of Eddie and Ketia, the number 14 jersey in the next generation. A picture of Thierry Henry. No, just no. Um, talk sport. Caller. Maradona didn't cheat, question mark. Cundi, he bent the rules. Caller, he cheated. Cundi, deliberate handball isn't cheating. He got away with it. Get over it. I agree with Jason Cundi for the first time ever. If you're not cheating, you're not trying. Um, Mellon Motive. Neymar would be the best player in the league if he came. And no, I don't care, care if I'm being delusional. Uh, Chief Ohms, not better than Son, Kane, Salah, Saka, De Bruyne, Haaland. He'll probably be barely better than Bernardo Silva. I actually don't think it's a bad take. Um, that boy, YM, if you really know football, you will rate Rakitic over Iniesta. Clearly, you don't know football. Uh, this is a cracker here. Pep Guardiola's best 11 doesn't have a weakness. She's got goal put this together so it's not necessarily a bad take but it is wrong uh he's got they've got now we're in goal that's fine uh danny alves right back that's fair enough um jared pk at center back no because carlos puyo is better than him vincent company that's fine david alaba that's absolutely fine Busquets, de bruyne and javi and iniesta so four in midfield that's fine and Lewandowski and Messi up front. I think the team is fine, except that Puyol is obviously a better defender than PK. And then some fella called the Gizmi name uh, says Iniesta ahead of Sterling, question mark. Um, yes, Iniesta, and I love Raheem, but Iniesta ahead of Sterling. Um, this is great. This is truly great. So someone asked something about Henderson versus De Bruyne. Now, I've talked about this before. If you go man for man, Liverpool versus City, the only position in which is an enormous gulf between the two players is De Bruyne over Henderson. Everything else is fairly close. Allison, I think, is a lot better than Ederson, but whatever. You know, right backs, Trent is better than Walker, but Walker's still a very good defensive player. Canseo versus Robertson's a coin toss. Uh, Van Dijk over Laporte, no doubt, but Laporte is still very good. 
Diaz or Matip is a, is a debate. Rodri or Fabinho can be a debate. I think Thiago over Gundogan or Bernardo, but I could see arguments for Bernardo after last season or Gundogan after the season before. They're all close. Um, this was obviously based before this, the attacks changed, but because you look at you know Salah over Mares, definitely, but Mares still very good. Um, you'd say Foden over Diaz or Diaz over Foden. It's a debate, and then. I don't think there's a massive gulf between Haaland and Nunes. There is a massive gulf between De Bruyne and Henderson. But some fella says he's not far off De Bruyne. Only difference is Henderson is better in bigger games. Now, let's just pause there for a second. And let's consider Jordan Henderson's history in big games. Three Champions League finals, dreadful in all of them. Multiple title deciding games, dreadful in all of them. World Cup semi-final, dreadful. When was he better in big games? De Bruyne frequently destroys the best teams in big games. Um, Henderson's leadership puts him ahead of De Bruyne's abyss. Absolute nonsense. Uh, Henderson's ability as a leader is massively overedged, and uh, that's probably the worst take I've seen. That his leadership puts him over De Bruyne. Um, Jose Enrique, who I, I wish would just delete his tweet, his Twitter. Something about Christian Christian Eriksen rejecting. You know, I don't care. Uh, I don't care what Jose Enrique has to say. Um, Trey, not being a hater or bitter, but none of the signings the other top six clubs have made start for us. Uh, Haaland and Calvin Phillips both start for United without question. Richarlison would start for United. Uh, Perisic would start for United. Basuma definitely starts for United. Um... Darwin Nunes starts for United. Calvin Ramsey starts for United. Arsenal. Fabio Vieira would start for United off the right wing. Um, Gabriel Jesus, maybe, maybe over Martial. I'm not sure, but yeah, there's that's nonsense, absolute nonsense. Um. United X Goat. Heard Bruno has changed to number eight. He's got Bruno over in the end. Just go away with this nonsense. Um, Eric Ten Hag confirms Harry Maguire will retain captaincy. Gary Neville says good. Oh. Some Liverpool fan says people have would have no problem if Gavi and Pedri were starting in mid- midfield. I see no issue with Elliot and Carvalho starting for us. They're better talents. Just, they're just not. They're just not. Just stop. Ellis version three is back to give us some more of his wisdom. Uh, we're actually going to win the league? No. Uh, realistically, what's stopping Anthony Martial from winning the Golden Boot this season? Everything. Everything. Him not being very good, probably the, the main one. Um. The Showtime Reds, United fans are the gift that keeps on giving. First there was MSN, Messi, Suarez, Neymar. Then there was BBC, Bale, Benzema, Cristiano. 
Now it's time for RMS, Rashford, Martial, Sancho. That's the most mid-table thing I've ever seen. This is great, though. This is great. The official Champions League account. Nani and Carrick reunited. And a picture of Nani and Darren Fletcher. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Right, we are caught up on terrible football takes. We will take a break. And when we come back, we will run through the gossip and be done for the day. See you in a sec. Right, welcome back. So, Adam Crafton in The Athletic is reporting that Shakhtar Donetsk are seeking €50 million worth of damages from FIFA over a ruling that allowed foreign players to unilaterally suspend their contracts in the war-torn country. Shakhtar have had to sell a bunch of players and their argument is they've sold them for well below value. I think they've got a fair point and I would expect that they will get some sort of compensation. I don't think they'll get the whole 50 million because I think that's probably overshooting it, but I do think they'll get something. Uh, David Ornstein reporting that West Ham are close to an agreement with Chelsea for Armando Broya, currently working towards a permanent deal. Personal terms in place, but contract length undetermined. Deal didn't develop at Chelsea's request, but the players wish for regular first team starts. If West Ham land him and Skamaka, and they're also in for Amadou Onana and David Rom. Now, I don't know if they have the money to get all four of them, unless they're planning to sell Declan Rice. But if they could land the four of them, that would be a hell of a team next season. Uh, Ornstein also reporting that the FA are to trial removal of heading at all age groups under the age of 12. Trial approved by IFAB, and if successful, heading could be removed from these groups entirely in time for the 2022, sorry, 2023-24 season. I, I really agree with this. I think this is a, a very good move by the FA. Uh, John Percy reporting that Stoke are one of several clubs interested in signing Chelsea starlet Edwin Anderson, a Swedish under-19 interna under international. He also reported over the weekend that Nottingham Forest have agreed a double deal with Huddersfield to sign Lewis O'Brien and Harry Tofolo. So Tofolo will be a backup left back or left wing back. And I assume O'Brien will start in midfield, but maybe he'll be a rotation player depending on who else they bring in. But yes, good business, good business. 10 million for the pair. So um, you have to like what, what Forrest have done. Uh, Rangers are close to finalising a deal worth around 4 million for Liverpool defender Ben Davies. That is to replace Calvin Bassey, who is on his way to Ajax. Now, I said yesterday on Twitter, as soon as Arsenal realised they weren't getting Lisandro Martinez, they should have gone for Calvin Bassey. He can play left-sided centre-back as a left-footer, and he's a really good left-back. Stylistically, he's more similar to Kieran Tierney than Zinchenko is. He's a better left-back than Zinchenko. Zinchenko's a better footballer, but Zinchenko's a midfielder. And if he's going to Arsenal, he should be going to Arsenal as a midfielder. Arsenal should assign both, Zinchenko and Bassi. Bassi to Ajax is €22 million Euro with €5 million in add-ons and a 10% sell-on fee. Rangers have done very well. And it just goes to highlight the stupidity of Brendan Rodgers in allowing that player to leave on a free two years ago. All he was looking for was some assurances about his future. That's all he was looking for. 
and Rogers wouldn't give them to him. Uh, Paolo Dybala has reached agreement with Roma on a three-year contract. I'm really surprised. Really, really surprised that that's where Dybala is gone. It's a great signing for Roma. And I think if you're Tammy Abraham, you're probably really excited now because you get Dybala and Zaniolo to create for you. Pellegrini can drop back into midfield where he's more effective. Roma could be interesting next season. Uh, Napoli are working on a deal to sign Kim Minier, Kim Minier, Minier uh, as a replacement for Kula Bali. Uh, Broya, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Chelsea have offered, sorry, West Ham have offered 30 million and they're looking to negotiate, you know, potential buyback or sell on clauses with Chelsea. I just I think Chelsea have been really stupid to sell them. I really do. Uh, Matthias Delict's agent is in Turin today in order to meet Juventus and complete the paperwork on his move to Bayern Munich. 70 million euro plus 10 million in add-ons. I don't really know what to make of this deal because it's not like a thing where he's been at Juventus for the last couple of years and been great. He's been somewhat underwhelming. He has stagnated in his development. I don't really know how he works at Bayern. Is he going to play in a two? If so, is his partner Upa Meccano or is it Lucas Hernandez? Now, I think him and Lucas Hernandez is the better pairing, but does that mean Upa Meccano is then out of the team on the bench? Uh, are they going to play a three? In which case, Upa Meccano has to play in the middle because he gets roasted when he plays on the right of a back three. But Delict is most comfortable in that middle role. Now, the three works with Pavard, Delict, and Lucas Hernandez. But again, there's no spot for Upamecano there. So I'll be interested to see what Bayern do. Uh, Juventus and Inter Milan are both fighting over the signing of Blaise and Bremer. Um, Chelsea have reactivated contacts for Jules Kunde as Nathan Aki is no longer available. See, this doesn't make sense. Nathan Aki is a left-footed, left-side centre-back or left-back. Jules Kunde is a right-footed, right-side centre-back or right-back. So it doesn't really make sense that you would look for a right-footer when clearly you wanted a left-footer. Barcelona are the team that Kunde wants to go to, so... We'll see. And if, if Chelsea weren't willing to pay 40 million for Aki, are they really going to be willing to pay 70 for Kunde? Let's do the gossip. After selling Robert Lewandowski, Bayern Munich will increase their bid for Matthias Delic. That's been done. Manchester United are convinced Frankie de Jong is committed to joining the club despite reports that he is desperate to stay. Well, he's been very open that he's desperate to stay. Uh, Cristiano has rejected the chance to join a Saudi Arabian club for 250 million in wages, but the Portugal forward still wants to leave Manchester United. West Ham, yeah, this is Broya, that's fine. Uh, Broya remains a target of Newcastle, might be too late there. West Ham have made their third offer for Amadou Onana, who I mentioned earlier. Atletico Madrid and Marseille are looking to sign William Saliba. 
I think Arsenal would be just so stupid to let him go, but it wouldn't surprise me. Chelsea have been monitoring Len's right-sided wing-back, Jonathan Kloss, for more than a year, but Manchester United have now approached the 29-year-old French international. He's not a great fit for United as a right-back in a four, but he's better than what they have. Uh, former Manchester United forward Jesse Lingard is considering a move to Saudi Arabia, but he could earn $10 million a year. Who cares? At this point, who cares? Uh, Reims French striker Hugo Ekatiki and Lille's Portugal midfielder Renato Sanchez will be the next two signings for PSG. The Ekatiki one is done, I believe, over the weekend. Uh, the Sanchez one remains to be completed. Jed Spence had his medical. We're still waiting for the official announcement on Jed Spence as a Spurs player, but the deal is done. Uh, Tottenham, no, sorry, uh, Paris Saint-Germain have set a price of 6 million euros with a sell-on clause of 25% on Edouard Michou. We had that on Friday. Uh, Everton are in negotiations signed Max Cornet. I, I actually quite like that one for Everton, to be fair. Arsenal are hopeful of reaching an agreement to sign Alexander Zinchenko. That one does look to be getting closer. Arsenal are to step up their, intra- their attempts to get Bukayo Saka to sign a new contract. They better do that quickly or they will lose him next summer. Uh, the Gunners are prepared to sell. This is this is magnificent journalism. The Gunners are prepared to sell Nicholas Pepe for less than the £72 million club record fee they paid for him. He's been a huge flop, so of course it would be less. Uh, Chelsea are close to signing United States under-20 goalkeeper Gabriel Slanina. Flamengo have opened talks with former Chelsea and Brazil midfielder Oscar. Been nice to see him back playing in a real league. Uh, Swiss side Sion are in talks to sign Mario Balotelli. Uh, uh, who knows? AC Milan have announced in a new contract for Zlatan, so that's fine. Uh, Hassan Salahamazic has again reiterated that the German club Bayern Munich will not be signing Cristiano. Manchester United have no intention of selling Bernardo Silva to Barcelona this summer. It did say that was the likely outcome there. Chelsea are in direct talks with Paris Saint-Germain about signing Presnel Kimbembe. PSG want about 55 million. Chelsea are offering 40. Um, that deal will probably get done. I, I don't know why Chelsea would want him. He's a good defender. He's not a great defender. That's a lot of money. They'd be better off taking that kind of money and going for Milan Skrini or a partner that actually works with Koulibaly and would allow them to play a back four. Arsenal have agreed a £30 million deal to sign Zinchenko, but personal terms still to be agreed. Again, we'll wait and see. Manchester United manager Eric Ten Hag has told the club's hierarchy to continue their attempts to sign Frankie de Jong, even if he has not joined. That's just desperation at this point. Barcelona have named De Jong in their squad for the preseason tour in America. Brantford striker Ivan Tony is attracting interest from Manchester United, Newcastle, West Ham, and Leeds. Leeds want more than thirty-five million to sell Jack Harrison amid interest from Newcastle. That's a, that's too much money for Jack Harrison. There, to be fair, twenty-five is about right. Roma coach Jess, uh, Roma coach Jose Mourinho is keen to complete the signing of Paulo Dybala, or he will move on to a potential deal for Jesse Lingard. Um, that would be like going in to try and buy a Ferrari and coming home with a second-hand Ford Mondeo. 
Uh, in fact, it will be more like a third hand at Ford Mondale, to be fair. Uh, new DC United coach Wayne Rooney is also keen on signing Jesse Lingard and Ravel Mar- Morrison. Um, I don't know if Ravel Morrison can get into the US with his criminal record, but wait and see. Uh, Phil Jones is also a target. The, all ex Rooney teammates or players he's worked with are going to get linked to DC United for the next couple of weeks. Um, Burnley have turned down Everton's bid to sign Max Cornet as it was at loan with a view to buy. Burnley want a permanent deal and would sell for 18 million. Everton have opened talks with Anthony Gordon, having rejected a 35 million pound offer from Newcastle. AC Milan are in talks with Tottenham to sign their 23 year old English defender Jaffa Tanganga. I think that'd be a good signing for. Milan, the last centre-back they signed from England worked out very well. Paris Saint-Germain have joined Barcelona in the hunt to sign Carney Chocomeca from Aston Villa. The 18-year-old was left out of the pre-season trip to Australia. Villa are open to selling and have set an asking price of £20 million. It's a nonsense price. It's a nonsense price. They'll, they'll get half of that and they'll take it. Juventus are in contact with Atletico Madrid about signing Alvaro Morata. I doubt it. AC Milan are ready to submit an increased bid to Club Bruges for Leeds United target Charles de Quetelier, with the Italian side having already agreed personal terms. Leeds are at an advanced stage in contract talks with Joe Gelhart, which is important. And Nottingham Forest have offered £10 million for Middlesbrough winger Marcus Tavanier, while Bournemouth have also made a bid, and apparently Leicester are also interested. Middlesbrough won £15 million. Borough could make some serious bank this summer. Um, Marseille are trying to sign Lens wing-back Jonathan Kloss. Sevilla are again interested in Ben Breerton-Diaz, but will only offer half of Blackburn's $20 million price tag. He's at a contract next summer as well. They, this coming season is the club option year, so he goes for free next summer. Um, Bayern Munich... Chief Executive Oliver Kahn has described Tottenham and England forward Harry Kane as an absolute top striker and a dream of the future. He's 29 soon. I don't think he's a dream of the future. Uh, Robert Lewandowski has met up with Barcelona after completing his medical. I, I Personally, I think it's a bad move for, for Barca to give a four-year contract with what are undoubtedly huge wages to a fellow who's almost 34 years of age. I just think it's a really bad move. Barcelona want to sign Jules Koundé next. According to reports elsewhere, however, Chelsea remain in the box seat. Well, they really don't because Koundé wants to go to Barcelona. The only way Chelsea get him is if Barca can't actually afford him, which is possible. Netherlands midfielder Frankie de Jong is opposed to joining Manchester United or any English club, but he would consider a move to Bayern Munich. Fair. Tottenham are prepared to pay 14.4 million euro for Memphis Depay. Sorry, 14.4 million pounds for Memphis Depay, but the Spanish club won 17 million. Uh, The 28 year old is also reluctant to leave. Barca's board have held talks with Depay to establish whether he intends to go or stay. As a stay and get paid. Manchester City have stepped up their bid to sign Mark Cucurella. 
Cristiano Ronaldo has dismissed rumours linking him with a move back to Sporting Lisbon. And no one else wants you, son, so you might just have to take it. West Ham have made an undisclosed offer for Jonathan Taruna Riga. Taruna Riga. Uh, The 24-year-old German was the subject of a £2 million bid from Ghent, where he spent last season on loan, but uh, the club value at £5 million. He's not a bad defender, to be fair. He's not a bad defender at all. Um, If they were selling, which it looks like they will, if they're selling Issa Diop, then having him come in as sort of a Diop replacement wouldn't be a bad move, especially if you can get him on the cheap. Uh, Armando Broglie will join... West Ham on a season-long loan. This is from earlier today, so that's out of date at the minute. Levi Colwell will look to leave Chelsea if the Stamford Bridge Club sign more defenders this summer. I just don't understand why you wouldn't give him his opportunity. Portsmouth, Hibernian and Motherwell are competing to sign free agent Terrell Thomas after the St. Lucia defender was released from his contract at Reading. Speaking of Reading, has anyone had a look at what's going on at Reading this year because Paul Ince appears to put him together a team that would have been absolutely outstanding for like 2010-11 but for now uh, looks to be a bit questionable. So he signed Tom Ince who's his son. Uh, He signed Shane Long. He signed Jeff Hendrick. In on loan he's got Connor Wickham and Sam Hutchinson, who people might not remember, but when he broke through at Chelsea, there was real thought that he was going to make the right-back spot his own. Uh, as his career went on, he played more centre-back, and he actually played in midfield for a bit. But uh, he was very good for Sheffield Wednesday for quite a while. And, um, yeah, now he's in on loan or on trial at uh, Reading as my man, Mr. Ince, who makes Frank Lampard look like a good manager, is putting together a team that, you know, hasn't been any good in years. Uh, right, that will do us today, folks. I will see you all tomorrow. Take care of yourselves. Bye-bye. Podcast Network.